Alright Barry, we're looking at gun gripe number five. This one's called gun slang. That is correct. Gun right. slang. Slang terms for common items in the gun firearms industry. Alright, well why don't you get us started? What what do we got? What are some common gun well, slang? Gun slang, when a guy walks in and says, I need a slang, he really means this. He needs a sling for his rifle, not a slang. Guy comes in, he says, I need a case for my hand pistol. You need this kind of case? No. No, you don't need that, okay. Oh, oh, you meant you needed a holster. A hip holster is a case. Okay. Fine with that. I need a strap for my hand pistol. Well, this is a strap for your hand pistol, a shoulder holster. That's what they really mean when they say, I need a strap for my pistol. Okay. I need an extendo for my 9mm. This is an extendo. A 33 shot extendo for a Glock 9mm. Not a dildo, an extendo. Now, <laughs> where are your Dillingers? A Dillinger? John Dillinger? Oh, you mean a Derringer? Oh, I didn't know that. This is a Dillinger. Where are your choppers at? Well, my choppers are in my mouth, but this is what they're talking about. This is a chopper. Or also an Uzi. Any gun like this is an Uzi. A Tech 9, a Masterpiece Arms, SWD. These are Uzis. Where's that Uzi at? Yeah, where are your Uzis at? Well, this is a chopper. When I, when I think of a chopper, I think of a 45 Tommy gun. A chopper. But they come in wanting a chopper, that could be, uh, that could be a um, could be a Masterpiece Arms, it could be an AK pistol. Like it's really this. any gun with a big mag in it is a with chopper. a big mag, yeah, this, yeah. Is a, this is a chopper. No good for chopping lettuce though, this is a chopper. It's for chopping now, stuff at the food court. Fella comes in, I want a barrel for my AK-47. A barrel, hmm. This is a barrel. This is a 75 shot barrel. An AK-47. Right, they're referring to a drum magazine. What they really mean is a drum magazine. Of course. Okay. Now that we got that cleared up. I need a cooler for my chopper. This is a cooler for a chopper. Okay. You put it on the end of your gun and that, that's a cooler. That, that helps it cool it down so it won't overheat and bend the barrel. I need a magazine for my Luger. Well, they're really talking about this. They're talking about a high point. It says nine millimeter Luger on the side of it. So this is a this is a, a Luger. Okay. When they say Luger, I think of a PO8 German Luger. But this is what this is what we're talking about when they want a magazine for a Luger. Right. And they'll do the same thing for Smith and Wesson too. They'll say I've got a forty Smith I've got a forty caliber Smith and Wesson pistol, and they think. It's a Smith & Wesson brand just because that's it the caliber. It turns out to be a Taurus 24-7 that's chambered for 40 Smith & Wesson. Correct. So they automatically assume it's a Smith & Wesson if it says 40 Smith & Wesson on the side of it. What are a few other gunslang terms that really uh, work our nerves, Barry? Well, people come in, they say, I need a magazine for an AK-47, so we sell it to them and they take it home and they say it doesn't fit. What kind of uh, AK do you have? Oh, well, it's a SK. They shorten SKS to SK. They really have this gun, the SKS. 
and that happens repeatedly. Uh, they come in asking for a magazine for a specific gun, and it turns out they don't have the gun they're asking for. Also, we got people coming in, uh, where, where are your M16s? Well, I don't have any M16s. Where are your assault rifles? I'm sorry, I don't have any. Yeah, they use all those, you know, terms that the media right. throws out. It's like that's all they've been taught, you know, they don't know any better. They're really talking about something like this AR here, this Bushmaster. This is not an assault rifle. An assault rifle has to have full auto capability to fit the definition of an assault rifle. This is a semi-automatic rifle. This is no more dangerous or, or under the law. It's no more different than a 22 Ruger 1022. It's a semi-automatic rifle. Right, and assault rifle is really just one of those evil terms that the media has come the up with. The media got to... that started during the crime bill. In yeah. 1994, they started uh, coining these assault rifles. And uh, on the evening of uh, in uh, 2004, when the, it was going to sunset, the news people were saying they were showing police officers on TV firing full automatic weapons, saying this is the kind of gun you'll be able to buy tomorrow. The media is the worst, is the last place in the world to go and get information on firearms is from the media. We get terminology of ammunition too. Some guy comes in, where are you fofi? I need a box of fofi. Well, they mean 45 auto. Right. And Barry, we know. I mean, we're not dumb. We know what we they're know talking that. about. We know that, but like in the beginning, right. when you start dealing with someone and they call this a case, it takes a long time to figure out the terminology and the language. That's why we're, we're not going back to the magazine clip discussion anymore. We all know what they mean when they mean, when they say clip. We all know what, you know different terms like that, but we have to translate this. And you have to understand when, when you buy a gun, you're dealing with a blind person with a blind product. They come in, they don't know anything about guns. If I worked at a car dealership, let's say Ford, for instance, and somebody walks in that door, they already pretty well know what they want. Right. They've already picked the car out they want. All we're going to talk about is the features and how much money they're going to pay for. It. That's, That's right. That's what we're dealing with. Well, on that end too, Barry, we also, um, you know, we we do educate people. I mean, we're not we're not dicks when it comes to dealing with people. I right. mean, we'll spend 30 minutes explaining to somebody the proper thing. Of course, they'll leave, and 10 minutes later, they'll forget everything we told them anyway. <laughs> right, but I've spent as long as two hours with customers, and I, uh, I understand why a lot of gun dealers are rude to customers, because they're tired of dealing with the ignorance that they have to deal with every day. Right, it's, it's an utter, you know, it's just an utter refusal to learn the proper right. terminology, which right. is, you know, proper dealings with well, things. Well, my saying is there's, there's no shame in not knowing. The shame comes from not wanting to know. Right, or not trying. There are no stupid questions in the world unless you don't ask them. That's correct. We, we, will, we, we work with our customers more than anybody. And uh, gun slang and all this other kind of stuff. But you do, have to, you do have to realize that we're not dealing with people that know anything about our product. Like I said, if you're a car dealer, you go in there, they already know what kind of car. They already know how to drive. You don't have to show them how to drive before you sell them the car. And it's an easy sale. Here, you have to work hard sometime. I've worked over two hours with just one person trying to select them a handgun, and then they get up to the register and they get denied on the gun sale. Yep, and you just made, you just had to get 35 bucks to That's spend correct. two and a half hours. That is correct. Yep. That's why a lot of gun dealers are disgruntled with this kind of stuff.
Right. It's not that we're being rude to our customers or we hate our customers. It's not that. I mean, we we like to, you know, this line of business. We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't like dealing with guns and that's arming correct. the free world. And that's what it comes down to. That is correct. Guy walks in and says he wants some bullets for his gauge. Well, I already know what he wants. He wants shotgun shells for his shotgun. This is what he wants. Those uh, STSs also make a fine cut shell, don't they, Barry? Yes, they do. Anyway. These are, these are my pet loads right here. Number eight STS <laughs> target loads. Yep. And, of course, you've got the 44 Magnum, which is a Fofo. A Fofo, yeah. This is a Fofo. A um, very, very common uh, mix-up with the ammo that people come in to the gun shop and do is they'll say they need ammo for their 38 when they really mean a 380. And of course, those two terms can get mixed up too. They'll say, "I need ammo for a 38," and they've got a 380, but they're they're thinking, you know, we think 38 special. Right. You just don't know. I mean, it comes down a lot of times. We actually have to get them to bring the guns in. Well, also you know. too, they'll ask for a box of 38 specials, and you sell them to them. They come back later. Well, these don't fit my gun. It turns out they've got Granddaddy's old brake top that shoots 38 S and W rounds. Yeah, or they got like a 32, you know, caliber, uh, you know, Ivor Johnson Owlhead or something. Right. They think it's a 38. Right. Right. But another gun gripe that I have about the, along the same lines is you get people who have a gun they want to sell us, and they look it up on the internet. A man and woman brought in a Colt Python about a month ago that looked like it was dug out of the silt of Katrina. This was the most horrible looking gun. We told them we'd buy it for parts for a couple of hundred bucks. They said, well, we saw it on the internet for $1,600. Well, you're looking at a brand new gun in mint condition that you saw on the internet, not something that was dug out of the mud. Here's a good example, Barry. Mm -hmm. This Lawman. Right. This Colt Lawman is a beautiful gun. It's uh, almost mint condition. Colt Lawman, 357. Uh, this is a great gun. It's a Colt. But that is one of those examples where someone came in and they thought they had a, you know, $1,400 timepiece. Right. And, you know, the, the Internet figures on guns can really mislead a lot of folks when they come in to sell their gun at a, at a gun shop. That is correct. I mean, a lot of gun shops, you're not going to take a complete bath when it comes to your trade-in or selling a gun. But you have to bear in mind that a brick-and-mortar store, I mean, we do have to make money on a gun when we sell it. So, I mean, we gave them a fair price on that on that revolver, mm -hmm. you know. But that's a good example of, I mean, that's a really, you know, that revolver is in impeccable condition. And it's one of those examples where the person, of course, you know, wanted the moon and stars for it. Well, to sum it up, when you're going to buy a gun or anything like that from a gun shop, do a little homework first. Ask around and pretty well know what you want. Now, we, we'll help somebody, somebody coming here every day. I want to buy a gun. I do not know what I want or what I need. I have to explain to them the difference in a revolver, semi-automatic. I have to show them the different features of it. And we do these things, and that's what we do for a living. We, uh, we're, we're all dependent on this job staying here, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to keep it here. Absolutely. I mean, if you don't know, always seek the uh, guidance and counsel of someone that is that experienced. Is I mean, you know, ask a, ask a local police officer or ask, ask a good friend that shoots a lot or, you know, give us a call here at the shop if you don't know. Just because you don't live here, you know, if you want to give us a ring at the shop and ask a quick question, that's fine too. You know, we encourage that. Mm -hmm. um, but don't be embarrassed to call and ask.
Yeah, there's nothing wrong. The only dumb question is the one you don't ask when it comes to this kind of stuff, people. That is correct. And I'll uh, pipe the contact uh, details here on the screen for you if you want to call. So, all right. Well, next week we got a real good one coming. We got a real good one coming next week. (laughs) It's a good one. Oh, yeah.